0: This is Cisco Chat Podcast. Each episode features Cisco experts discussing the latest technology topics from around the globe. As always, check out the show notes for links to more on today's topic. Hi and welcome to this episode of Cisco Chat Podcast. I'm Gwendolyn Vagina, guest moderator for this series where I get to speak with senior Cisco executives across several domains. So I get to pick their brains and hopefully through me, you'll feel like you've also had the opportunity to do the same. So today's podcast is on AI in the workplace. So Joining me today is Sandeep Mara, MD of Cisco Collaboration in Asia. Sandeep, welcome.
1: Hi Gwendolyn, how are you?
0: Good, thank you. How are you? How's everything?
1: Very good. Delighted to be on this uh, show with you.
0: Awesome. Me too, actually. Thanks for having me, right? (laughs) So, so yeah, let's start off by kind of looking at a topic and kind of defining it. In your definition, what is AI? You
1: know, artificial intelligence, and I'll try to see if I can say it in a layman's way, Mm -hmm. or at least the way I understand it. You know, If you go back to how computing used to happen, right, there's pieces of software and they're all built on rules, what-if, if-then, those sort of scenarios. AI actually flips that on its head, which is really there's no rules. It is based on learning from experiences, learning from being able to look at these systems and then create, just like humans, you and I, you know, create uh, understanding and, and deep understanding of how to manage through those particular experiences.
0: Where can we see AI already in our daily lives?
1: Well, you know, uh, AI has been around in every part, whether it's your daily life to the workplace itself, You know, whether it's the fact that you're seeing it in a chatbot or an application that you're using or an app that you're using on your mobile phone to within the workplace where you're seeing the whole concept of digital assistance who are really, you know, taking away all the repetitive tasks that you do in any office. So, it is here to stay.
0: So yeah, so I use many devices, you know, and a lot of them are also voice AI devices like my phone Siri. I also have the Amazon Echo, have the Google Home, and stuff like that, right? So that's only that's one part of it. Um, when you talk about enterprises and, and how AI is kind of around in our daily lives. Do you use any devices personally or any kind of AI that touches your life personally?
1: You know, um, I mean, just like what you just said, uh, Wendlin, today all of us live in the world of apps and devices. And I'm constantly engaged with some particular way that I engaged with a brand, right? And and Cisco actually has been very instrumental in providing some very unique ways that brands and and companies can engage with their consumers uh, through that entire value chain, right? So where, if you go back in the past, typically brands had multiple different ways that you actually engaged with the brand, where we brought in some unique platforms and then the ability for AI to provide insight, to provide context, so that as part of your buying journey, you know, where I might have started by doing research on the Internet, and then I want to get some feedback from friends and family on Facebook and other social media. And using all of these, these particular contexts, the brand is actually able to sense the fact that I have an inclination towards this particular product, and then subsequently even make suggestions of other items that might be of interest to me. So this is the sort of applications that we're seeing in everyday life, in every part of our, uh, uh, you know, journey of, of engaging with brands or, or products out there.
0: Okay, so maybe this part is where we kind of talk about your role currently in Cisco. So you are the MD of collaboration, right? What is collaboration and what does it have to do with AI?
1: Very good question. So, <laughs> so I am responsible for the collaboration business for Asia Pacific and Japan. Just very simply, collaboration is the ability for people, for systems, for, you know, for driving consensus around any particular topic. Now, if you think about what is the context of collaboration with AI, well, in the context of yesterday, teams actually worked independently. They didn't re- require too much of coming together Today, collaboration is about people across different geographies, people across uh, time zones, and being able to come together on devices of their choice. Now, the, the intersection of collaboration with AI, you know, is, is the fact that you suddenly need to then have context of bringing intelligence into the workplace. So, for example, where I would have had a meeting which is very staid, typically you know, challenging when I walk into a room, how do I start that meeting and so on. Today, that changes with Cisco's technologies where I can walk into a room, the room already senses who I am. It understands that this is Sandeep because it has certain algorithms. It has the ability to understand that this is my presence. It's able to detect my voice, a human voice, as opposed to, you know, me typing, right? So these are all, you know, algorithms built on AI, which are embedded into these systems. In fact, what's interesting is that uh, many of our our, our video systems that you find in the office today have the most advanced AI engines, the same engine that you find in even self-driving cars.
0: Okay. Do you la- do you mind elaborating?
1: Sure. Um, so think about you know what you find in a you in, know in terms of self-driving cars. You know they have the intelligence on the road to understand how close or how far is the next car. What is the you know wh- how, how what is the distance within the lanes? Uh, when do I see a barrier? So really being able to have some deep insight and learning in terms of um, what. I should be, where I should be driving, where I shouldn't be driving, and what is an accident, a potential accident. Well, apply that in the context of, uh, you know, a meeting. It is to then bring in that deep insight again in terms of, as I said, what is the, what is a natural voice? What is somebody's, you know, typing around um, with, with his laptop, which can disturb a meeting? So really take that out. Or for that matter, I could be on my mobile phone and be in a noisy area. How do you make sure that you actually damp or, or, or take out all of those particular sounds? So really bringing in those very deep insights into every part of how you bring in, these, uh, or bring in AI into collaboration in the workplace.
0: Right? Okay, so I'm going to kind of contend with that, right? So a lot of the stuff that you mentioned, I feel like they're currently used in different devices already. For example, take the last example you gave regarding kind of filtering out noises. That's in like many headphones, right? People have all these noise-canceling headphones. So how really advanced is this aspect of the technology that you have with regards to like kind of the pipe dream? Because if bringing back to your example about self-driving cars, we actually in this day and age do not have real self-driving cars. We have some aspects of some autonomous driving, but not fully self-driving yet. You know? so, so it's like, when you say that, it's like, okay, that's the ideal, but it's not yet there.
1: Completely understand. So let me see if I can give you again a context uh, and an example. So imagine, you know, when I walk into this meeting room, as I said, it, it understands who I am. I can say, can you please start my meeting? And it, it starts my meeting. It will also, at that point, and, and and like I was saying before, we've actually taken on a 10-year journey on what AI means within the workplace. Right. The first part of that journey is about what I call as command and control. So a voice response with areas such as a meeting setup. Right. So I can say, can you start my meeting? The second part of that journey is around then using natural language and, and having... You know AI bots to really be able to understand my natural language, and be able to provide uh, some context. So it could be as simple as uh, you know me speaking and asking the system to invite some new participants. Moving into the future, really, it's bringing in you know understanding such as semantics, right, with domain expertise. So it could be as complex as asking the AI engine. To help with um, you know summarizing or even providing some detailed notes of my meeting, right how cool would that be because you know we all w- always walk away from a meeting taking taking down all these complex notes on some piece of paper and you know that piece of paper typically always disappears so now you have these notes at your fingertips right always there and then moving forwards really the way we look at the fourth stage is really bringing in an intelligent team member. So imagine all those meetings that you've had and you've spoken about, hey, I need to have some data around this particular topic. What if there's an assistant who said, no worries, I will get you this data. And within a jiffy, you've actually got some charts and graphs around that particular data. And lastly, it's about bringing in you know, some really strategic intelligence into that meeting context. So, for example, it could be even as, as, as simple as, hey, you had these four members who are part of your similar you know, interest group, and they're in your office, and why don't we bring them into this particular context? right? So all happening on the fly uh, by a series of bots. So that's the level of intelligence that you can start seeing in, in the workplace.
0: Okay. So, Sandeep, when you talked about kind of automatically taking meeting notes for someone and stuff like that, right? Like, I've, I've done some research myself into this space. I was looking, you know, personally at, at, at voice AI quite a bit, actually. So one big thing in, all, in, in AI in general is data, right? You need to have specific data sets for your algorithms to learn based off of that. So when you talk about that, this this sounds super idealistic to me and sounds amazing, but here am I, I'm super skeptical. Like, realistically, when you say that, when you bring your your technologies to different sets of clients across different industries, the types of discussions that you have in the meeting rooms are going to be different, right? So one might be a medical kind of industry, you know, another would be whatever, I don't know. or something, another would be much more retail friendly. All of these requires different like, definitions, different terms are going to be used. Can your technology really kind of summarize? Is, is technology in general today in the world, can it really automatically summarize all these different kinds of conversations?
1: So um, the way I'll come at this is the fact that where Cisco is focusing is really bringing in these unique capabilities on AI in the workplace, and especially around meetings. And in that context, we actually made an acquisition of a company called MindMelt just a short while ago, and, and they really bring some amazing talent and expertise in natural language understanding, right? And, and uh, what this is really helping us is a journey that Cisco's taken around, you know, cognitive collaboration. And, and and how to bring in you know this this expertise in, in building you know conversational capabilities and conversational inter- interfaces into many of our tools and technologies, including our Spark platform.
0: So Sandeep, for an enterprise looking to invest in AI, how should they start Thinking about what kind of capabilities to bring into the fold, because again, we know we talked about AI. You know, you mentioned all these different capabilities, but for for someone new, for example, looking to decide how to incorporate AI into to make them more efficient, you know, and stuff like that, how should they start thinking about it?
1: Okay, um, at a journalistic level, I'd say that AI is making a huge impact in every industry. It is here to stay, and it's one that you know, one at, at some level, is, is having a profound impact on different, you know, personas within the work group, or uh, within the workplace, or for that matter, every industry itself, right? So depending on where you are, you need to start thinking about what does that mean to you. But if I think about just the industry that you belong to, you know, we're having, we're seeing that in every industry, AI is having that profound impact whether it's healthcare in terms of improving and having a profound impact on patient and patient interactions, you know, a- including the way uh, you, you sort of really do diagnosis, to manufacturing or IoT, where the plant life and, and, and the way that you actually manufacture goods is going to have a dramatically different experience. So where it was highly driven by folks on the shop floor and the factory floor you know you had teams of workers you're going to start seeing a lot of intelligence come in with robots and you know the next generation of robots which actually will sense when these robots itself need to be healed uh, to go and drive greater levels of productivity so i'd say that in every walk of life you're going to see tremendous amount of impact around ai and, and robotic automation, which will then have um, you know dramatic impact on driving productivity, driving amazing outcomes.
0: So great thing that you mentioned there, right? Like one thing about AI, one of my pet peeves is that AI, Sometimes when people mention AI, it's not really true AI, right? There's a huge difference, in my opinion, between automation and AI. So for you, when does automation transit to AI?
1: So. Great question, you know, and and I actually spent some time with some of the folks in my team, trying to even understand it myself. Uh, Really, automation, if you think about it, in different industries, you know, that journey has been on for 60 years, right? Um, It isn't something new. Today, what we're bringing in with AI is the expertise and experience of having large amount of data. And then looking at that data to provide deep insight and that's the big shift that is, is beginning to happen we're still not there in every industry you know some industries are obviously much ahead uh, so when, when you think of automotive uh, I'd say that they're still at the f- at the phase of still driving some part of automation and, and robotic automation but is is AI in the work in in that industry I'd say that it's still some some ways to go Right? Mm. But there are other industries, if you think about tech and you know, let's say chip manufacturing, you know, there is a high level of automation which has come in and to the point of driving AI itself.
0: Okay. So how about geographically, you know, does the state of AI differ across the world from your experience? Have you seen different like levels of AI being deployed, you know, like say within Asia and outside Asia?
1: Yes, I do it also is dependent i'd say in many ways on use cases the levels of investment uh, so if i if i had to sort of think that through you know if you think about a manufacturing plant typically around auto you know automotive you know that is typically an investment of you know a billion dollars on the same hand if i take a manufacturing facility for uh, a, around a, a fab or so that's typically about 15 billion. So the level of automation which you find in the fab is very high, you know, you probably find very few people, and most activity being done by robots and a very high level of AI. Right? So it is dependent today on the level of investment, but my sense is that going into the future, this is dramatically, dramatically set to change.
0: Okay, so let's move on kind of talking about the future, right? So since this series is about kind of predictions and and future-looking, so in 20 years, tell me, where do you see and think AI in a workplace will be?
1: So, you know, 20 years is a little far.
0: It is very far.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but, you know, I I think um, I'd like to tell you where, at least from a workplace, I see you're going to see some big transformations. Firstly, I think you're going to see the democratization of um, you know having everybody have an assistant so no longer do you need a a personal assistant you're going to find that you have a bot who is potentially doing every part of your routine task and and is doing it in the most efficient way right second I I believe that um, you're going to find as we move into the continuum, you know, very personalized bots for different personas and for different industries itself, and this is potentially going to spawn off a new, unique type of marketplace itself around, uh, you know, where I could buy these these particular bots. And and uh, you know, for that matter, you know, you should be able to buy these bots as we move into the near term, off the shelf.
0: So when you say that, meaning like both as a consumer as well as a, as a workplace um, organization, I can go to somewhere and I'm like, okay, I need these capabilities and basically just pick and choose.
1: Yes. Um, you know, you're going to find that there's going to be bots which are, you know, cookie cutter, right? And, and that, that you can use into different contexts. And those are going to be, again, available through marketplace and then going to the future i'd say that it's also going to spawn off an industry where you will have highly personalized localized bespoke for your persona um and that's going to spawn an industry of people who are you know brilliant at making these particular unique bots so i, I say that it's it's going to spawn off uh, some very interesting times for us in the future
0: so when you say that right like um the kind of Generalized template kind of stuff would examples be like customer service and our sales is that part of it
1: Yeah, absolutely. So it could be as simple as you know having a bot for translating my emails from a particular language to my natural language to really having more complex ones around customer care or or a marketing bot which goes out and does certain marketing activities for me um, or for that matter, even you know, we'll we see that in consumer in, in the consumer world. So it could be a, a simple bot. In fact, we already have this, which is um, in Singapore, which allows you to speak uh, Singlish, you know, and and uh, it, it, it you know it responds back to you. It provides you information about bus routes and other you know functions. So you're going to see a, a wide range of these bots being available. From the marketplace. And then, like I said, you will find these bespoke bots, which are going to be highly personalized to your persona and will be able to do some very unique things for, for uh, completing your tasks.
0: Yeah. So actually, I've really seen some uh, some sites or projects out there who are trying to be a one-stop shop for, for for kind of AI, API calls and stuff like that. So definitely on the way there. And actually, I met the founder of uh, I know the founder of, of Um, The app you mentioned, the Singlish one, the bus route one. So, yeah, he's he's pretty cool, yeah.
1: That is fantastic.
0: So, yeah, so it's kind of like, yeah, so so Sandeep, you know, if you want to kind of um, of sum up the topic, right, what are you most excited about? In 2018 specifically, you know, this year.
1: I'm I'm very excited because what we've had in the past is a workplace which was kind of dull, was at times boring. It is time to really reimagine the workplace. And if you think about every company today, they're going through a big transition because they have four, maybe five generations in their workplace. They need to have a new working culture, a new way that they engage with people. And AI brings in that promise of being able to dramatically change that experience. You use your device of, of what you feel most comfortable. You use your the tools that you feel most comfortable and then you know come into this workplace which is magical which is driving you know amazing productivity because i'm not sort of tied down by mundane tasks but i'm really focusing on things which drive productivity and i've got these amazing assistants who help me out with all my routine tasks of the past and i get my do- work done at 200% you know i think that's the word that uh I predict, that that we get into in the new workplace.
0: Yeah, I mean, me personally as well, I really use a lot of voice. I'm asking my my apps and my devices these days to, like, you know, set alarms and stuff like that. So in a workplace, you know, I'm starting to use that more and more as well. So thank you so much, Sandeep, for kind of sharing your thoughts. And everyone, thank you so much for listening to this Cisco Chat Podcast. We will see you for the next and last episode of this series. Take care and goodbye.
1: Thank you, Gwendolyn, and good to talk to you.
0: Thank you.